everyone. Dave and Jeff, another podcast, second one of the night. Kind of a letdown a little bit after what we went through yesterday at Cali Comfort. Yeah, you sound very low. I'm not going to lie. Your mic yeah. sounds low. What the fuck? What'd you do over there? <laughs> I never know what I'm doing over here. You know what? I, I mixed up the board a little bit, and I brought it over to Cali Comfort. Everything else was Sean's, and the guys over there did a fantastic job. Yeah, you don't have extra mics on, do you? Let's see. Nothing's plugged in. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Are you, trying to, are you the guy that calls the sporting goods store and says you got any left-handed bats and makes me run around the store looking for Hell yeah, bats? looking for them. Selling curveballs. I sound good. Sound I guess good. that all that matters. I don't know. Your level sounds low. Uh, last night was great. Yeah. By the way, thank you again to Sean and the great staff at Cali Comfort. And goddamn, Dave, we met so many good people. And enjoyed that night so much. Thank you to everybody who came out. And and then to see Brian Curry out there and Ryan Barkley out there, Johnny Browner, yeah, uh, John Gennaro, uh, Stevie Woods, Paul Randall. I, I, why do I always feel like I fuck up Paul's last name? Because it's unusual. It's just a little bit of a different name. Is it, uh, did I get it right? I, I'm going with it. Okay. That sounds good to me. That that was cool to see a bunch of people that like on radio guys, man. on a Sunday night to come out and support this podcast was awesome. Now, here's the problem. Sports radio in this town is about to go right in the fucking shitter again. <laughs> it's going to go right in the shitter. Okay, explain this to me. Because 97.3 uh, has pretty much confirmed what we all thought. That's Kevin Klein will never turn the mic on in San Diego. I can't tell you how excited I am I about that. I am too. That. Fuck that guy. It kind of showed, though, at the same time, the city rallied. Yeah. I mean, people did rally. We said, make it be known that this isn't okay. I mean, you told me that the guy's not going to do the show from San Diego, that he was going to live in Los Angeles. They had talked about that. I yeah. didn't know that, that that wasn't for sure, but but he was going to be back and forth from L.A. and San Diego. Fuck that. Either you're all in or you aren't. Beat yeah. it, asshole. Beat it. Fuck you, Matt Scraby. <laughs> Matt Scraby had been the producer of the Hardwick show, went over there to be the producer of the Kevin Klein show. Yeah. Now, I don't know what happens to Scraby, but but here's the the funny thing. They take that no talent dipshit Cilio and the fucking guy lives again. They they don't even David's like, does anybody even listen to the radio and go, yeah. This guy's show has been such garbage for two months and now he's the morning show. And the funny thing about that is not only is Dan gonna be the morning show, they're gonna put fucking Rome on. You know why? Let me just explain very clearly. Okay. Why 1090 got rid of Jim Rome? Because nobody was fucking listening. 0.0. 0. Yes. Straight out. Zero, it had zeros across the board. I'm telling you, your mic is not registering at all. Oh, motherfucker. It is registering. It's Are you not sure? As as yeah, I'm looking at the goddamn board. Look. I, I, I that, trust you. I rip your, court, your mic out. Yeah, Might will right. be the only one you hear. Yeah, all right. All I just right. want to make sure you're on. It says you get a on. lot to say. <laughs> a lot uh, to complain about. So Cilio's going to be a zero. Yeah. And then... Rome's going to be a zero, and it's nothing interesting. It's nothing compelling. It's nothing different. It's two fucking shows we ignored when they were on 1090, and now the dumb fucks at uh, 97.3 are going to chase those two guys. And then here's the funniest fucking thing. Who knew that we had Mike Francesa living right here in San Diego? Mike Francesa is here in San Diego, and he's ready to make a comeback and he's going to come back, and he goes by the name of Ben fucking Higgins. <laughs> now, Ben is the nicest guy and the safest guy, but they're chasing Ben to do middays or afternoons at 97.3. You know why Ben's fun? Because he's with Woods. Yes. Well, finally, gets a chance to show a little personality. That's not a shot at... 
been. But when you're a TV guy and you've always done the same kind of radio, that's what he is. Yeah. I like the way Woods has changed and been a little bit. But but 1090 is fucking changing Woods. Here's ah, the, just let the, him fucking do his show. All right, hold on. Let's slow this down real quick. Because right. as you say this to me, this lineup, this is the first I'm hearing of it, too. Yeah. So you're saying six to six to nine? Or Cilio. Six to ten, Cilio. Yeah, six When does this start? How soon do you think? Oh, I think quick. Wow, okay. Rome, who got a 0.0. Yeah, it's going to be nine to noon. Okay. What happened to, by the way, Cilio saying, I finally get a chance to talk about anything I want to talk about? That's going to end. <laughs> That's going to end. You're going to go back to talking about... Uh, uh, the U. Yeah, go ahead and talk about the U. Okay, so then you got Rome. Mm-hmm. And then what are we doing at 12? I don't know. Okay. Either way, the goal is to get to Padre Baseball. Yeah. To, to capitalize on Padre Baseball and get ratings and hoping that you don't change the station and you're moving forward that way. Let me make it really, really clear because I know Dave's phone has lit up for two fucking days and my phone has lit up for two days from a lot of people that you know. We're uh, we're in no contact with 97.3. No. Dave's not in contact. I'm not in contact. And and I'll put this out. Our agents, Heather and Eric, to the best of my knowledge, uh, I haven't talked to those guys in a while. They're not in contact. I, I would think this story broke on Saturday. Yeah. Um, that they were changing. Uh, we don't have anything to hide on the podcast. And I'll tell you why we're not in contact with 97.3. And why they're not talking to us and we're not talking to them. Because they want to be boring. They got fried by Ron Fowler when Kevin Klein turned out to be a little fucking dumb shit. <laughs> they are fucking paying the price for Cilio being a dumb shit and they want to be boring. So let me tell you who you're going to hear on that radio. You're going to hear Tony Gwynn Jr. because he's safe. You're going to hear Ben, I would think. Unless 1090 ponies up because Ben's safe, you're probably going to find... Wait a second. Do you think Ben makes the jump? I wouldn't a minute. Well, we don't know how contracts work. Am I mistaken? Didn't Ben and, and Woods Please. just sign a contract? I have no idea. Is it your word or your bond? Fuck no. What your bond is, holy shit, I can sleep and be on the Padres station. But they're going to go safe. They are going to go very yeah. safe on that lineup. I guarantee you Coach is calling them today. Do you want Coach back on the radio? you want Coach talking fucking Bruce Marshall about what the Arizona Cardinals are going to do in the draft? Go ahead. I don't. Uh, who the fuck else is calling them, huh? Is Hacksaw? Yeah, Hacksaw. Fuck, yeah. Lou Bega? What's he doing? Where's he been? Lou Bega. What made you throw Lou Bega out there? I'm just thinking, they put every fucking yeah. random guy on the radio that has no clue how to do a talk show. Like, who's the most fucking <laughs> random guy I can think of right now? <laughs> Lou Bega. He can do Mambo number five every day coming in. Yeah, they. here's what they want to do. They're yeah. going to they're gonna go over there because they got kicked in the fucking balls. And it's going to be, uh, hey, Dave, guess what? Is David Fisdale the right guy to coach the Clippers. We'll talk to Sean Devaney from the Sporting News in two minutes. Nobody cares. Hey, Dave, great news. When we come back, Rocky Long's going to be here. We're going to talk about that defensive backfield and how you can get that free Aztec visor. That's next. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. That's what I'm it's for. not going to be. completely down. Hey, Dave, when we come back, Lisa Ann got Fucked last night, and we're going to tell you where you can see it.
<laughs> that ain't happening. It's not going to happen that way at all. No. Damn it. Hey, Derek Togerson's here. It's going to be great because he's going to tell us what MJ Acosta smells like. That's next. That, we That's can't not going to happen? Shit. Can't do that show. <laughs> Sounded good for a second. Derek Togerson's here because he's live at Williamsport for the Little League World Series. We're fucking Imperial Beaches there. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking do that radio. Air Force is coming to town. It's oh, it's going to be great. No? Damn no. It. It's going to be great. And Arlie Ermey yeah. is going to be on the show to break down <laughs> how good Air Force is. Not fucking doing David Fisdale talk. Right? Arlie Ermey. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that. I talk It's going to be shit. And you know it's going to yeah. be shit. Well, I know because we, we know exactly how this Because the management out. team stayed in place. Yeah. They didn't get rid of those no. dummies. Everybody handcuffs you and tells you exactly how it's supposed to work. Well, guess what? The way it's been working is it's the two stations in town right now mm-hmm. that are last in the market. The last English-speaking stations in the market have been for over a year yeah. are 1360 and 1090. And yeah. yet there's no attitude as far as changing. We've seen this the way this podcast has worked out. Just two guys sitting there, show up and, and, and talk with nothing written out. Not saying that's the way you should always do a show, but we've been together a long time to kind of yeah. know what direction we're going to go in. Yet the numbers have been fantastic. The numbers have been great, better than what 1360 is getting. Oh, killing them. And, and without like crazy payroll. But you would right? think people would say, I need more personality. Do you remember when we were at KFMB, our very first job together? Mm-hmm. Sports talk with personality. That yeah. was what Dave Sniff put together, and yet everybody runs away from personality. You guys are going to go cookie cutter, cookie cutter, yet the bottom two stations haven't figured out it's not working, we're drowning, payroll's ridiculous. Boring. And it's boring. And so, as you say, the show that we want to do, you got to let us, if it ever comes to, to the scenario, we got to be able to do this show. Yeah. As close as we can, we understand you can't say fucking shit and cocksucker and everything else. But look, you got to let us do this show, and this is the show. And that ain't going to happen. Now, if Scott Kaplan had a chance to do the show this way, he would do it too this way. And, and Scott, he, he and he wants it. us there. Yeah. And Whoa. Hey, who the hell's calling? God, that's Mike Lickenhouse. I need to take this. <laughs> Is that what St. Ben's gone? I need some help. Yeah. My dad cannot only do one sh- one uh, slot a week. Oh my gosh. Do you really think, by the way, that they would they would break up that 1090 show? That that 97 is going to jump in because. It, it, does it seem like a shot at, at Woods? We know the guys at 97.3 can't stand Woods. Was that the easiest yeah. way to get to Woods? Here's what I would do in a minute. I don't, I don't fucking give a shit if anybody's feelings get hurt. I really don't. Yeah. I would let Ben go in a minute. Then I'd put uh, uh, Darren and Woods in the morning because they'd fucking kill yeah. Cilio. And then I'd put you and me noon to three. That'd be pretty cool. Leading into Kaplan. Yeah. Because that way, when I'm done at three... Uh, I just hang out, and then Kaplan and I run this fucking town. A couple of guys <laughs> going through a divorce, and we run it. You let those two newlyweds uh, in in marital bliss. Oh shit, you're right. You're right. Darren and Dude, Woods. That's, that's funny. Sit shit. down there, fucking playing train songs every break. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Kaplan and yeah. I are gonna fucking run. this I didn't this even town. think about that. You'd have the two newlyweds in the morning, and yep. you have the guys that say fuck marriage in the afternoon. No shit. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking ride shotgun with my boy, and we're going to fucking own this town. Works perfect. Sun up, sun down. Sun up, sun down. (laughs) I come back, get my car right as those guys are rolling in. It'd be great. Oh, that's funny as shit. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Traffic sucks. Good night, everybody. Let me tell you. That'd be great. It'd be so fucking funny. We just won. You know, now look, Cap runs in a high circle. I like that. Yeah. Can you keep up? Uh, shit, man. I, I no, <laughs> but I'll uh, I'll hang out. That'd Ka- be fun. Kaplan's one of those high motor guests. 
That's not an insult. But, you know, you see those high-motor guys that keep going you. and going and going. I don't mm-hmm. think you can keep up. What I like about you and me going back-to-back with yeah. Kaplan is the idea that we'd fucking instigate shit on yeah. each other's show. Yeah. Like, like whoever they're – but, I mean, really – if if it's coaching Randy in the afternoon, how much fun you get beating up on fucking grumpy old men, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon doing fucking sports talk radio over there. Um, that's the thing. I mean, the guy that you got to fucking and and Sills is going to be done. He's going to be done. But it's just that's what it's going to be. It, it's going to be that should be it. Yeah. Uh, boring ninety seven three. That's that what it's going to be. be. Boy, that'd be interesting. Because you broke it down about a week ago, and, and Woods talked about it as well. He said it on there yeah. that he thought he was going to end up doing the show with Darren. If it ended up being Darren and Woods, it's not a bad morning show. That's not a shot at Ben, but look, it's not a bad morning show at all. Let him go. Gives a fuck. I didn't see him coming out fucking today and saying I'm loyal to the soil. Yeah. Did he? No. Did you see that on fucking Twitter? No. I did you didn't not. see him showing, giving the old Italian one up your ass? <laughs> To fucking 97.3? Yeah. No, you're right. I'm a fucking Team 1090 guy. Here's why I'm a Team 1090 guy. Because Stevie Woods, Darren Smith, Scott Kaplan, Linda Welby uh, have all vouched for this show. On the air at 1090. That means a lot to me. John Browner, Johnny Gennaro, and the guys that I mentioned showed up last night. Darren Smith showed up in this garage. I'm a Team 1090 guy. I don't get paid by those guys. I've already talked about run-ins I've had with members of their management team, but they have supported this show. Stevie Woods out there last night. I'm a 1090 guy. That's where I go. People are like, oh, Darren tonight. What day do you start at 97.3? I wrote him right back. <laughs> Fuck 97.3. <laughs> Fuck that. Now, I will say. Yes. I could be talked into it, and here's why. Because when you look around the campus yeah. at Quezon and Kixie and 94.9, fucking little twerp Gene yeah. Knight on 98.1, we push fucking greener right down the steps. Some chicks in that place. <laughs> right? Yeah, and you're back. Hey! You're back in the game. Yeah, right? Yeah. Go buy the fucking 7-Eleven. or grass. That's it. Go buy 7-Eleven, crack open a men's journal, get one of those paper Dracar things, and here comes your boy smelling good. That's it. Rubbing it on your neck, behind your ears. Good to go. Don't even buy the magazine. You're riding dirty. Yeah. I'm just riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. If we go over there, you're never going to hear fucking where's David Fisdale coaching. No. <laughs> Not doing that. Lou Vega's not coming on to talk about his fucking show at the fair. Fuck that. They're not doing shit over there. They're not, there's going to be no edge at all. None. That's what I'm saying. Now, instead of the bottom two, you're going to have a bottom three. Unfortunately, yeah. as sports fans, you like to see it turn around. But I'm telling you, the personality is the key to everything. It is. Let those guys show their personality. A lot of those guys are funny as shit. They're cool as shit. You let them get a chance to be out there. You let Stevie Woods be what he is. You're going to love him. Here, let me tell you what the fucking midday and the afternoon show are going to be, okay? Okay. Because I already know. It's going to be two guys that you go, wow, this is wacky. Okay? And then what you're going to do, follow yeah. me on this. Okay. Follow me. You're going to let the update guy turn the mic on and just jump in whenever. And then you're going to let the fucking producer... Turn his mic on and just jump in whenever. I, it's like if I went into a, a TV meeting yep. and I said, uh, 
I got an idea for a show. And they go, oh, okay, well, what's your idea? Check this out. We're going to have three really good-looking girls, probably late 20s, mid-30s. And then we're going to have three good-looking guys, late 20s to mid-30s. And they're all going to kind of hang out together, and there'll be some sexual tension, but it's really going to be a funny show, and we're going to develop the personalities. And the, and the funny thing will be they'll, they'll kind of live by each other, but the meeting place will be Sombrero's Taco Shop, okay? okay. They're all going to hang out at the taco shop. First thing the guy's going to be is, dude, that's friends. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Whoa, hang on. Hang on. Hang okay. on. Hang on. <laughs> you pencil me in for an hour. All right, how about this? We have this guy, and he's a uh, he's a lounge singer. That's what he is, a lounge singer at Java Joe's. And he's got a really weird neighbor and a neurotic little Jewish friend and a hot hot chick, funny, that he... Get, uh, that's fucking Seinfeld, you <laughs> cock. Get out of here. But in radio, it's like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have the host on. And then we're going to put the producer on, and then we're going to have the booker on, and then we're going to have the gay yeah. guy on. And we're going to put the producer and the booker, the gay guy and the host on, and everybody, it's going to be great. And nobody goes, uh, isn't that the Stern show? Yeah. Isn't that the, the Dan Patrick show minus the gay guy? <laughs> what? Is that what they do? They're just like, oh, fuck, that sounds great. Just everybody turn the fucking microphone on. Nobody nobody knows yeah. who the fuck you are. But and only one guy's going to have a real radio voice, but everyone else is going to sound like you just walked off the street. And you know the thing that's really going to sell it is how fucking much you guys all get along. God, you're like that scene in Rocky Three Where they're hugging in the ocean? Yeah. That uncomfortable scene? Yeah. White hugging black. It's awesome. God, you guys love each other. So fun for my drive-in, and maybe you can book your dad on this show, too. <laughs> that'd a be little golf. That'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Because we love each other. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I mean, it's fucking, it's unbelievable. I guarantee you the fucking horseshit midday show and the horseshit afternoon show at 97.3 The Douche is going to be <laughs> a fucking guy. Here comes the producer turning his fucking mic on. Yeah. Here comes the booker and here comes the gay guy. <laughs> we all want to know who the gay guy is. Who's the gay guy? Be in a pinstripe suit. <laughs> That's how you spot him. Look for the guy in the pinstripe suit. It may, it may not be a guy. <laughs> but it may be. Holy shit. That'll be it. But in radio, that's why it's shit. Hey, what did Mike D do? Mike D hired 19 assistants in two years at, at the Padres, and he left, but we don't yeah. know why he left. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a guy we need. Has Mike ever worked in radio? <laughs> no, uh, no, but he has a radio. Well, fuck. Let's make him president of Sports Talk Radio <laughs> well, for Intercom Sports. That fucking sounds good to me. He's a guy that's fallen up, right? I mean, president of the Dolphins right before he gets blown out. Holy officially, shit. he's president of the Padres. All of a sudden, he's president. What's he fucking of, know? What's he know about sports? Tie what Major League Baseball on on intercom? I mean, it's insane. I mean, it, it, fuck! I'd like to fall up one fucking time. I don't know what it feels like. I've yeah. seen it a bunch of times. I mean, that's honestly, Dave. The way Mike D follows up would be like if somebody just came to you and said, uh, "Dave, you know what we need you to do? 
Um, start. We're, we're going to give you a week to get your shit together. But then we're going to need you to run solar turbines <laughs> down by the airport. Yeah. And uh, we'd like you to be the night shift manager at the air traffic control center. Yeah. We're going to need you uh, down there at fucking Gillespie Field. Uh, you're going to work a couple days at Gillespie Field. Just uh, land a few planes, Dave. <laughs> Land them. You'd be like, fuck, I, I don't know what to do. Mike D's like, oh, yeah, fuck, I know what to do. Unbelievable. Can I hire an assistant? Unbelievable. So all this thing, all this changes pretty fast, though. Quickly, right? You expect because today, no Klein, no Cilio, nothing. I mean, it's just straight music. No comedy, god dang it. There goes your comedy uh, at the 20s shit. and 40s. Now what the fuck what are you What happened in the do? men's room? Yeah. What happened to Mike Cock? Yeah, what happened to Mike Cock? Is he still hanging around? Did you see Mike Cock and Mike Litteris. Did you see that all over the news this week? Yeah, some idiot. They had on it as an expert. Mike Litteris. Like, come on. Really? Mike Cock's like, stop it. I'm going to headbutt you. You don't calm down. I'm going to take you in a dark room and headbutt you. What's the matter with you? Okay. So, but, but in all honesty, you think within 30 days, within two weeks, do we have oh, I think within a week. I think by within next Monday. See, yeah. that's what's scary. That shows that they're 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 desperate. Obviously, the, sure. the, the ship is sinking, and we aren't going to put any time in chasing real talent. We're just going to find guys that actually can get behind a mic. We're going to find guys that are soft. Yeah, then they're going to fucking do the same boring yeah. sports talk radio. Yeah, over and over. Hey, should we be concerned about Will Myers? Or does it not matter because this year doesn't matter? We'll answer it. Plus, Nick Hardwick will tell you about what his junior year was like at Purdue. We'll do that next. <laughs> we'll do that next. That's on the great, douche. That's on the douche. That's a great fucking tease right there. Yeah. That's a, it's a great tease. Unbelievable. That's it. It's going to be shit. It's going to be complete shit. And, but unfortunately, because you've got nervous Nellies yeah. that run every station in town, once it becomes boring... And and Cilio goes back to doing whatever the weird shit he does every day. Um, he'll fall off the map. Klein, he'll fall off. He's not going to be doing anything. Rome's not going to be doing anything. So there's not going to be any kind of energy. Um, there's not going to be any kind of point of discussion. They're just going to be boring. Yeah, it's... It will be strange. I mean, again, 1360, new morning show's coming. At least one person's leaving. We know that. You would think. I mean, I haven't heard when, but you would think as we get closer, after the draft probably, huh? I'm guessing after the draft. Sometime sometime between now and obviously the summer, the Nick will be gone, and they got to figure out what they're doing, too. But there are a lot of shakeups. I mean, think about it. There could be three brand new morning shows within within a a few months of each other. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're 1360, you better fucking lock up Pete Fox or you're going to get fucked. You saw what happened. You dragged when your feet on the woods. When he's the new midday show. Yeah. yeah. Dragged your feet on woods. You better get Pete Fox as fast as you fucking can. Yeah. Or Pete Fox and Gary Woods are going to be doing middays <laughs> over there in 97.3, the queef. <laughs> Look at you, man. What a fucking trade wreck. Me? Jesus Christ. I'm dude. not the guy fucking programming oh that shit. But the best thing that 97.3 has going is the Padres. The relationship with the Padres is the thing that will help them in the ratings that they will end up beating the other two stations. Eh, to an extent. The yeah. problem is what, what Intercom doesn't realize is Larry Lucchino fucked the radio market. He fucked the radio market for San Diego. And the way Larry fucked the radio market and KFMB understood it quickly was 
by saying, hey, you know what? We're not going to televise uh, 75 road games and two home yeah. games a year. I got televised. Remember that shit? It wasn't yeah. that long ago where a home game televised was like, whoa, what are they doing? Absolutely. Who's been sniffing the salt down there? Uh, Lucchino came in and said, uh, no, we're fucking putting them all on TV because people are going to see how fun. Remember, this was 96, 98, yeah. Caminetti, Finley, Gwyn days, yep. Hoffman days. And Larry said, people are going to see how fun it is and they're going to say, well, it's it's cool two-dimensional on TV, but I want to go be a part of it. So we're going to televise 150 games. You used to hang out in the backyard and you would have the radio to listen to Dave Campbell and Jerry and Bob and Ted. But now, because of the way things are set up, we're in a garage. you got a 55-inch TV in your garage. Yeah, we're watching the Padre game right now. And we don't have uh, Agler and Ted on. The, the Padres have become Don Orsillo and Mark Grant. That is the voices of right. the team. You're right. Uh, you know, it's funny. Today was the first time I've heard any Padre baseball on the radio, just because I was driving back. From, sounds good. I like the way sa- it sounds. From Santee, and it just happened to be the start of this game. And it's funny, when you were talking about how the games were on, it happened to be exactly when Ted Leitner was talking about the game of the week back in the mm-hmm. day when it was Dizzy Dean and Pee Wee Reese. No, you can't do that. And, no, mean, of course not. Not yeah. saying it was better back then because it wasn't. Only guy that was, it was better back then was Nick Canepa. But yeah. then you had, he said, with Jerry Coleman was running the pre and post game shows back then yeah. for, for CBS Radio and then became NBC. But I remember as a kid, the NBC game of the week, you know, sure. with Vince Gully, Joe Garazzola, you know, mm-hmm. and then you sit there and you go, wow, you know, what, what is the game of the week? You look in the old TV guide. Yeah. What am I going to see? Red Sox, Yankees yes, a lot. Red Sox, Yankees. Once in a while you catch the Dodgers, Reds, mm-hmm. whatever. But it was a big deal to catch one baseball game. And then yeah. if, if you didn't live in a baseball market like I did in, in Nashville, that's all I got until I got cable. Yeah. But it was it was exciting. But I love the fact I cannot get enough baseball now. I buy the baseball package every year. I end up watching a good three games a night and, and then flip right over to MLB Network and watch all the highlights of the ones I missed. Yeah. So if how, how many people are out driving around yeah, at 8 o'clock exactly. at night? Exactly. You're usually home. Yeah, you're home. The majority of people are home. And you're watching and you've got everything on your phone and you've got the MLB app yeah. or you've got MLB TV. Uh, here's the other reason, kind of along those same lines, why I don't have any fucking interest in going to 97.3. Because 97.3 still runs things old school radio. And old school radio ratings, which are antiquated like you can't believe, uh, they're relying on however many people in this town have that ridiculous little personal people meter to listen to the show. So it could be one... 70-year-old guy, right, yep. in Hamul with a meter. And if that guy is not tuned in noon to 3, then Dave and I are shit. Yeah. Now, if the ten to 12,000 people that download this podcast download the show or listen online, we don't get any credit for that. It's because that one fucking clown in Hamul didn't listen yeah. that we're shit. So if they were to call and say, we would like you to come and be a part of it, I would say, great. I know what the numbers are on the podcast because Dave and I see them every day. Uh, what are you going to show us streaming numbers? What are you going to show us downloads? What are you going to show us uh, podcasts? What? Uh, uh, what? Yeah. It's the dirty little secret in broadcasting. They don't want you to know. Um, if I'm Stephen King... 
you know, and somebody buys a book at, at Barnes and Noble, I get credit for it. Yeah. But if somebody goes in and reads the entire book at Barnes and Noble, I don't get credit for it. it it's the same type thing. If, if Barnes and Noble's like, well, no, we're not giving you credit for that. Well, it's, it's my content. Dave and I worked together to produce the content that 12,000 people found interesting enough to download and listen to either on their drive to work, their drive home from work, during the course of the day. They may not have heard it as we sit here at 8 o'clock on a Monday night, but they still took time to listen to it because they found this show intriguing, compelling, entertaining, funny, whatever the case may be. But don't fucking punish me because the numbers are are 12,000 for a download versus one fucking guy in Hamul. I don't want to go sit in an office with Mike Shepard and go, well, guys, you know, that didn't get it done. Yeah. Well, let me see the download numbers. Let me see the streaming numbers. How do I compare to what fucking Cilio is doing? Because I'll fucking kill Cilio. Yeah. We will kill Cilio every day of the week. The other thing is, quite frankly, I feel like Brian Curry and Ryan Barkley are really, they're not just sponsors of the show. They're friends and they're guys right. I think you and I have grown very close to. Of course. Uh, why should I fucking take the money that they invest in this show and why should I give 50% of it to 1090? Yeah. For what? <laughs> they're your fucking, you're the last PlayStation. You're the last PlayStation. You're not number one. You're not Kixie playing Christmas music. Why am I giving you half my fucking money? You'd go generate more shit. And let me do, let me and Dave do the podcast and continue our working relationship with, I mean, you're telling me I can't come do fucking middays at, at 97.3 The Fart because uh, because you got five other landscape companies that I might be in conflict with? Why, because Matt Batty Adam wants to sponsor the show? Fuck off. But that's the kind of shit that you and I never thought of at 1360. Yeah. And now when you go in, you go, no, we know how... The streaming game works because we see it and we interact on social media. We want credit for that, and there's no fucking chance they're no, going to give radio's it radio's not going to do that. And you hear that all the time. You always hear the word digital. People, even if you aren't yeah. on radio, hear the word digital all the time. You hear about, we used to have to do it all the time. We're at 1360, about pushing people towards the website. We always hit yeah. our goals. Every single, there was a one month that we didn't hit our goals of people going to the website for something we said but to go what check did that, out. But it, how much it, money did we get? We didn't we get, get shit jack for it. shit. And a matter of fact, when we ended up leaving, we never got paid because when do we get paid for this shit? Because we yeah. had our numbers every fucking month. Oh, you'll get paid in December. Well, that's where we're gone in August. Yeah. We never got a dime for it. And the over and over again, joke. You, you hit the numbers, but they won't show you as you're progressing. They'll just say, hey, you hit your goal. You got to hustle up, hit your goal. Well, shit, we'd hit our goal by the seventh of every month. Yeah. We're cruising the next 23 days. And, and hey, here comes that video of Costa putting in the hallway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right? Yes. But you got you to gotta get these clicks. Well, guess what? Again, we're the guys that are generating the content, but but you don't get fucking, you, you don't get anything for it. Can, yeah. you, can you imagine that? No, it's ridiculous. I mean, Kathy Lee Gifford's like, God damn, that's a sweatshop, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. So Dave and I come here. Yes, we have a perfect, we don't, perfect situation. We don't answer to anybody. We have friends that believe in this show and Ryan Barkley and Blake at Happy Plumbing and Brian Curry that came out last night on a Sunday night to support it. Uh, And we hung out for a long time last night with Curry and it was fucking great. 
And and I, I I couldn't be more at peace with just doing this. I really don't need to listen to fucking Jack Cronin tell me how to do an ad lib or whoever they hire as program director over there. Because I'm telling you, at this point, I'm going to sit in that meeting and go, you don't know more about this business in this market than I do. You don't. You're a fucking dick, whoever you are. One of the funniest things Jeff ever said was when that program director came to us the last place we were at and said exactly that. I'm going to tell you how to do it. And you said, well, let me hear your show. Yeah. And he freaked out. Because his show was shit. And he was so, the worst. Yeah, he was so shaken by that, he had to walk out of the room. Remember? And then he had to re- gather his thoughts and then come yeah. back in. But you said, shit. well, that's great, but let me hear your show. Let me yeah. show you how you let do it. Let me hear 20 minutes of it. Yeah. I'll drive home. Put it... <laughs> Right? <laughs> that's the only it. time I've seen that seen him stuck in his tracks. He didn't know what to do, where he had to no. walk out almost like count to ten on his fingers yeah. before he could come back in the room and face you again. And little fucking stubby fingers. Covered. Fucking, uh, what's that shit that you used to get when you played Little League? They had the big white pack and it had the white chalk stick. Oh, like, fun dip. Fun dip, yeah. Yeah. It's all covered in grape fun dip on his fingers. <laughs> It smelled funny too, like lavender. Any male that smells like lavender, I don't trust. It smelled funny like lavender. Weird soap. Oh my gosh. His wife bought him weird lavender soap. I didn't like him. <laughs> I don't like you, mister. You smell weird. You smell weird. All right. Last thing I'm going to ask you about radio. This whole 97.3 changing over from the machine to the fan. Yeah, that fast. Have you ever seen anything like it? I mean, no. uh, you're talking for for a name change because people have told us before when we've been at other stations, we're thinking about changing the name. Yeah, but it's going to cost us maybe fifty to a hundred thousand dollars to do this. It's a yeah. big process to do it. I mean, I, as a kid, I think I had lemonade stands open longer than the machine was open. It, it, incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I want to know who gets fucked the worst in this deal. I think anybody because Klein had like three people that traveled down with him. Yeah. The lesbian sidekick, right? The fucking yeah. weirdo. And some other fucking, you know, needle dick came down on this show. So they all fucking come down. They're like, shit, we got to get an apartment. It's so cool. We go. I heard they were walking around the gas lamp one night, right? You know that was going to yeah. happen. Oh, I was in the gas lamp. I was so smoked. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Could barely get home, bro. Right? Yeah. Just boring. And now they go. Well, now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> exactly. Now, now what you I call do? mom and dad say, can I move in? Well, what yeah. the fuck happened in San Diego? Uh, How do you guys fuck this up already? Uh, little Jew Klein fucked us over. <laughs> this suicide joke, little fucker. Little fucking sack of shit. <laughs> he can go right back to How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. <clears throat> that little Jew Klein. Yeah. Well, I, that's what they said, Dave. Yeah. That would, don't don't put that anti-Semitic comment on me. You asked me what they said. Well, I told you what they said. That's out what? Yeah. Don't you make me out. To, I see how you worked right there. You son of a bitch. You got some nerve. We, you didn't give it a chance to tell your ecstasy joke? What do you mean? What the fuck? What, what, Coronado what? Yeah. God, you didn't even get to tell your Anne Frank joke? What? <laughs> Shit. Well, save it. <laughs> we'll be... <laughs> God damn, I had so much good material for the first day. It was great. Who the fuck? Who'd they have booked? Yeah. The was... guy who played, uh, who's the guy who said fucking whammy on Anchorman? David Koechner? Yeah, David God, Koechner. shit. That's right. That's right. 
We had David Koechner booked for this show. Shit. <laughs> Gene Tennis was coming on. Gene Tennis was Fuck. coming on. Jason Fisk was coming on. <laughs> and we had to call him and go, we just got fired, Jason. <laughs> Not today. Not today. I'm looking for cardboard boxes, Jason. We just got fired. Oh, fuck, Yeah, man. shit. That is so fucking funny. So, Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, that's funny, man. What, what can I tell? The thing is, if the Coronado joke was, like, number one, like, hey, I'm coming to yeah. town, here's the Coronado What was number two? Yeah, what was that? Yeah. Hey, the record for hey, school shootings gonna, is 44. Let's see if we can say, beat that San Diego. Hey, it's going to be great. Come on down as we play laser tag at the site of the San Ysidro McDonald's tomorrow on the machine. <laughs> Like, what? Watch us land a second plane in North Park. Oh, it's going to be great. We're the machine. So edgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and I pay $1,000 to hear a phone call from the, one of those guys back to their parents. How, yeah. What, what do you mean you're coming back uh, to Oregon? Okay. <laughs> no. Are they hiring? <laughs> ah, God damn it. I did not want to get emotional. What do you mean they closed video library? <laughs> I goddamn gave up my job at Ruby's Diner in Garadelli Square for this fucking little chair. No, Don't Mom, you? I'm not working at Applebee's. My picture's on the wall. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it will work out. <laughs> to that picture. We'd be on my side for one fucking night. God damn it. You always tell me how good Mary is. <laughs> Mary gave bad head in high school. Did you? <laughs> Mary gave bad head in high school. <laughs> there you go, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's too great. That's too fucking great. All right, I got to ask you about this, this Padre team of yours, okay? Are oh, you, they're uh, great. Uh, well, <laughs> no, they aren't great, but you didn't expect them to be great. You probably no. expect them to be a little bit better, but are you are you okay with it? I know you, you say, look, I understand what's happening, but mm -hmm. for a guy, I know you watch every day. I'm watching. Oh, yeah. I'm watching every day. I mean, I'm rooting every single day. Grant's a little driving me crazy, by the way. When I go, oh, that's a nice pitch. Well, it wasn't a strike. They showed again in the, yeah. in the box. It's not. I understand you're a Padre fan, but are, are you living through it? Are you dying or are you sitting there going? Couldn't phase me. Okay, I couldn't good. be less phased. But you know what? That shows you're a pro. And no, I mean, I mean that. Spoke. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're a guy that's saying yeah. to fuck this team because you do watch. You have an interest, but you. Yeah. I almost wonder would it mess things up if let's say they surprise. Totally. Us. Okay, let's say they were the Pirates, the Twins. Okay. Well, the twin the, the Twins were a playoff team a year ago. No, okay? that's what I'm saying. But yeah. if they if they went on a run like the Twins okay. did last year, it fucks up everything. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would would it make you a little nervous and going? What do you mean Mackenzie Gore is on the trade block? What, you know, wait a second here. I thought we have a process. Don't, let's not get ahead of ourselves and freak out because we're having a surprise year in 2018, sort of speak. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like right now, let's say the Padres are 8-1. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we're saying, we're contenders with this team. A couple pieces here and there. All of a sudden, this team can go to the yeah. You know, people get fucking crazy. Yeah, let's go get Greg Holland. Yes. We'll fucking flip Brad Hand Do something immediately. Stupid. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. I mean, this is honestly... What the Padres need. Padre fans don't want to hear that, but but am I right? You don't want to ever yeah. get to the point where you're going, what do you mean we're starting to think about trading our young guys now? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would never see Mackenzie Gore being traded, but I would say you could hear Cal Quantrill yeah. being traded, right? Yeah, I mean, Quant I've been over the top of that, but you yeah, know what I'm sure, saying. Yeah, sure, I got you. I mean, some of the guys that you're looking at for years and years to be cornerstone of this Padre organization. Mm. This, Renfro. Yeah, Ren Renfro. This is one of those things. Honestly, I think this is the, the best thing on pace 
of what you need as a Padre fan so we don't fuck this thing up. You got too good of a nucleus is what everybody's telling you that minor league system yeah. to say, wait a second, we don't want to panic in July and go, let's not let's not get crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think what you look at is uh Look, I, I, I think it's fair to be concerned that Margot can't fucking hit right now. Yeah. I mean, I know you're two weeks in, but I think that was an issue with Margot a year ago. Guy's amazing in the field, but she needed him to fucking hit. Um, I, I think when you look at it and you go, okay, is Perdomo, is Perdomo what Dave and Jeff have always said? He's a fucking guy. Like there's, I'm He's a flip of the coin guy. You don't know which Perdomo you're getting. I'm fucking shocked he hasn't gotten a $24 million <laughs> extension at this point. Uh, really, I mean, that's it. But other than, you know, Myers is going to be on the DL. Shocker. But that's been his history, right? Myers yeah. has always been a guy that's been hurt every organization he's been with. Yeah. And then uh, Lamette, we'll see what happens there. But, I mean, really, uh, Brian Mitchell fucking pitched his ass he off did. the other day. That was nice to see. I'm sure Preller probably took a lot of pressure off him as well. Yeah. Uh, you go, uh, Clayton Richard. I, I have no problem with Clayton Richard getting a two-year deal. When when I read the article that AC or Bryce Miller wrote, talked about a bunch of the young guys went out to his house in Indiana, and he kind of ran them through the gauntlet a little bit and taught them what it meant to be a, a major league pitcher and showed them a bunch of shit. Yeah, you know, this fucking guy's getting three million a year, but you give him a two-year deal. Like, Fuck that! I don't have any problem with that. That's fine. Um, but then let me ask you, why don't you give him a one-year deal? I mean, where was he going? You know what I'm saying? He was a guy that was a reliever with the Cubs and the White Sox. I mean, he was hanging, barely hanging on in baseball. Why make it two years? Well, I, I, it's a two-year deal. It doesn't mean it's a two-year deal that guarantees him he's going to be the ace. I understand for that, years. but you still have to pay him at least a second year, even if there's no need for the It's not like you couldn't grab him again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he said, you know what, man? You're, you're, you're a guy. Clayton Richard's going to be a guy, I believe, Dave that will have a role in this organization when his career is also done like a Mark yeah. Loretta role. Yeah. Loretta and, and Finley to a different thing. But, but I think they value and they, I, I didn't have any problem with it. And when you go, you have young guys that need to be mentored and shown what they're doing. And this guy fucking did a great job and he's doing some things. Yeah. We'll fucking throw him a two year deal. And next year he's pro. I mean, if things are right. Yeah. And he's the four or, or the five. Um, Tyson Ross, man, two starts, six innings each. So you go, okay, that's good. But, but then you start to, to look around and you go, all right, well, I mean, Galvis has been fun to watch. He has been fun to watch. He's been yeah. a surprise. So, uh, uh, that's the kind of shit that you look at and you go, all right, we're all right. We'll figure it out. Okay. Here, I'll throw one more at you because we thought we had a chance of getting him. We spent a lot of time talking about him. When you look at Otani. Holy shit. Even if the Padres stunk like they're stinking right now, if you had Otani, how much more exciting is it or for you to say to, you, to your kids, hey, we're going to go see this kid. He's right here in our own backyard. We want to go see him. And I know he's up the freeway, but he was yeah. wearing a Padre uniform. It's different. Pretty exciting. I mean, he, it's, it's, he said, and his interpreter and everyone else said, what are you guys freaking out about spring training for? That's not what we do. You said it. You go, spring training and stats don't mean shit to me. But they were freaking out. They were freaking out. And it, it's funny how many people are saying he shouldn't even be with the major league Should've team because he's so bad. God dang, man, I've watched two of his starts, and I know they're both against the A's, so what, it's still Major League talent. Dude, he throws 100, and yeah. then he drops down and throws in the 80s, and then his control is insane. He is so freaking fun to watch. His swing is so effortless. Yes. Like, yeah. it's just like, it looks like you're in the backyard hitting uh, wiffle ball golf balls. Yeah. Just trying to chip wiffle ball golf balls into a net, and they're going 425 feet. Yeah. It's only 23. 
I mean, it's insane how far he hits that ball. He's only 23 years old. But you know what you can see? I think the difference that you noticed today versus a month ago when they were in spring training, he's having fun, man. Yeah. He's having fun. And you go, God damn. I, I you think, were smart enough to get him on the fantasy baseball team. You uh, yeah, I have that. him on every team. I didn't get him on any of them. And it's funny that you said that. And I remember But you, I you fuck up it. because um, I have him in ESPN. But I'll like I'll have him pitch and then I'll DH him and then I forget to put him back as pitcher. Oh, like, but um, it's all right. I, I think he's great. I I just think the thing that we can all understand is it sure feels like it was pretty clear from the start that he was going to the Angels. When you read what Justin Turner and Kershaw said about the Dodgers, uh, when you see the Padres, what they said, and teams put the Yankees. Yeah. A lot of big teams put a lot of effort they into sure doing it. And whatever Billy Epler did for the Angels presentation, it worked. But it felt like for Otani that you are in a major media market. You can DH, you can pitch, you can do those kind of things. The endorsement deals are going to be there. You see when you watch Angel games on TV that you've seen the Japanese riding by home plate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... From a business perspective, yeah. like he had to be there on opening day. But you go, fuck, he's a $2 million player. He's a $2 million player that's going to fucking pitch and hit for you. I think it's fantastic. I mean, he could get you possibly 18 wins and 18 home runs. I mean, he could be your it's MVP. Unbelievable. It, he, I mean, yesterday I'm watching that you know, perfect game as he took it into the seventh inning. Yeah. And he's going, God dang it. The one thing I thought was so incredible about the guy was the record for most swings and misses, which I, I think is the stat that we're oh, talking about enough. Yeah. Max Scherzer had it at 23 earlier this year. He had it at 24 by the sixth inning. Fuck. I mean, he broke that record. Yeah. In the, the swings and misses of major league hitters I thought was pretty incredible. But they always talk about command, both sides mm -hmm. of the plate, everything he could do. He, he is fun to watch. I mean, now, I wasn't old enough to understand Fernando Mania. Sure. But, man, you definitely have the Otani Mania going on up in Anaheim. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And to me, you go <clears throat> put him with Trout. Right, I mean, I know Poolholtz is is where he's at, but you you look at him and you go, shit. Yeah. Uh, now all of a sudden, look, I'm excited. Thursday night, I'll be in Lake Elsinore to go watch the opener for that. That'll be a lot of fun. But you just start going, okay, man, figure it out, right? Yeah. Just like you did when you were a kid, pull out the old pocket schedule and start X and days off, and you go, fuck, when's he come up in the rotation? Exactly. And does it pan out where he's gonna be? Uh, a Sunday, right? I mean, he's pitched on two straight Sundays. Um, and can I get tickets and can I go see him? Because all of a sudden, you go, yeah, that's the guy I want to see. I want to see him hit or I want to see him pitch. Yep. And he's having fun and he's likable. And you go, that guy is going to, the Angels are going to sell a shitload yeah, of Artie 17 Moreno, jerseys. Yeah, done great with this. Huh? Yeah. And here's the funny thing. They have a 50,000-watt radio station there in the building for everybody who's like, why don't the Padres, why didn't they buy their own thing? Already bought AM830, and they they don't have a clue. They don't know what to do. What to do with it. They should be angels all day, and they have 10 different fucking yeah. shows on, right? Doug Gottlieb or whatever the fuck they run during the day. Who knows? Rich Eisen. Dude, you have the hottest ticket in baseball. 
and people are excited and want to talk about it. And every day you should just be doing Otani talk. You're right. You're absolutely right. He, you yeah. know, it's funny as I'm watching the game yesterday, Terry Smith, yeah, old friend of the show, who's a broadcaster with Angels, and mm-hmm. he's he's uh, he's does radio, but does he also do television? I was I wanted to ask this yesterday if you caught the Ryan Schimpf home run. I know yeah. it's kind of a crazy question. I didn't even know Ryan Schimpf was on the Angels until I saw the home run. Yeah. Um, Terry does it, and then it's uh, God damn it! Um, I can see him. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Victor Rojas. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it okay? Where? All right, so the the Schimpf hits the home run, okay. and this is where why Grant sucks. As soon as he hits the home run, he goes and he hit the Schimpf out of that one. Grant never said that. Grant missed Boy, missed, Grant missed him right down the middle, man. Right down the he middle. He hit the shimp out of that one. <laughs> hit the out of that one. That little shimp yeah. hit the shimp yeah, out of it. Yeah, that was basically it. Look, I'll tell you the other you thing. Did why Mark's no good. He never said blowjob on the radio like Mike <laughs> Shannon did the other night. Mike Shannon, <laughs> so the, the voice of the Cardinals, yeah. said blowjob on the air. And people like, he knew what he was doing. Cardinals immediately cover for him. Did they? What did the Cardinals say? Oh, hey, it was a slip of the tongue ad lib. Slip of the tongue. I thought it, uh, yeah, no pun intended. Um, I thought it was a reward for being the greatest fans in baseball. Come yes. on down, get a Hummer, and get some <laughs> glass artwork, too, at the same time. <laughs> and then uh, I guess that was not the case. So bring your receipt. Get a full cash refund within 30 days of purchase with receipt. But, um, yeah, Mike Shannon, but. No, I, I just, for me, you go, I love going to games at the Big A. I, I don't think I would consider myself an uh, an Angel fan. Yeah. I don't cheer against the Angels. I don't the Angels hate are them. my favorite American League team. They're Yeah, they're fun to go to. I like yeah. those games. They they do it. But, shit, man, why wouldn't you want to go up and see Otani play? Take the train up there to the Big A. It's a blast. It's kind of kind of crazy when you look at the, the different stars, obviously, in Southern mm-hmm. California. And I always say Southern California. It's, I, people talk about the drive everything else. But, come on, if you wanted to go see Otani, it's not going it's, it's not going to kill you, you no. and your family to say it's not like you're driving to Phoenix to go watch Otani yeah. play. Is it really you could get to how long does it take you to get to Disneyland? I mean that's how you yeah. kind of got to look at it. To see something that's going to be really hard to see in a few years and who knows how long he'll be an angel on the next contract. But at the, the same time you have something there. But there there's so many stars There's a new soccer player that everybody's loves and you, you see this guy yeah. everywhere and then at the same time you talk about what the Rams are doing with Sue and, and all that. But I want to ask you an NFL question because this is shaping up for you and me. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Part of my childhood and the, the big slow clap that so many people brought up for to me Rams. yesterday for the Rams. And a lot of it had to do with two teams. Yep. It was the Vikings beating the Rams Those in the NFC Championship game yep. and the Dallas Cowboys doing yep. it. And here we go. We're setting up for, for 2018 to have, I think, a Rams-Vikings mm-hmm. NFC Championship yeah. game again. Big time. Am I wrong on saying that the Rams are right there now? Oh uh, yeah, I like where they are. Yeah. And if you hate the Chargers and you're pissed, yeah. this is the best thing to happen no to you. Shit. That the Rams are the team that everybody's talking about in Los Angeles. Yeah, my buddy Scott King loves them. But but not only are they the team to talk about in Los Angeles, get on the goddamn bandwagon today. Yeah. Get on the bandwagon today if you love that Charger team and you're like, Yeah, last year I just kind of floundered around. I couldn't really figure out what I was doing or where I was going. Just go shit. I'm here. I'm a I'm a hour and a half, two hour drive from that place. Fucking jump, jump on the Rams bandwagon. They should be your team. Nothing would hurt Dean Moore. That whole fight for L.A. That Stan Kroenke was like, I didn't know I was in a fight. 
I don't well, know what was going on. All of a sudden, nothing would hurt the Chargers more than for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. At some point, they're going to eventually go back, it feels like. Uh, the Rams are going to go back to the old Roman Gabriel jerseys that are the navy and the white and just old school throwback. God, those are the Get rid cool. of that, old, that St. Louis Vegas gold that they have. There that yeah, but it's has. like they wear the helmets with the weird, like it's really strange. It looks like a, a billboard. That you ever drive by a billboard and like a third of it, Dave, you said is Applebee's and then like the other two thirds like Planned Parenthood. You're like, what the fuck are they doing? I just want to get a chicken quesadilla. I don't I don't need to get a fucking uh IUD. It's like when you go to a gas station there's a Burger King inside. Yeah. And like this doesn't seem right. Yeah, I took Vera to Applebee's, they're fucking giving her a pap smear right at the table, and I didn't like it. Jesus Christ. What's the matter with you? Sorry. What's the matter with me? It's a beautiful thing. It's nature, okay? Sorry that I'm concerned about her health, my little friend. <laughs> People were looking for Vera last night. Everyone loves seeing uh, Leisure Fryer. Le- 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 loved the fact that he is not as old as we thought he was, and he plays it up. His dad's still alive, he told me. His mom's still alive. They're not. Okay, you don't think so? He, he, was a, he was a great guy. Everybody was a great person. They were awesome. It was the, and my maybe man, the best appearance we've ever done. Oh, by by a mile. Yeah. By a mile. And Fryer taking the steps that he took to get there, public transportation and Uber rides and everything else to get there. As he told me, I think, two buses, a trolley, and an Uber just to get there. God dang, man. <laughs> God dang. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable how cool that is. Yeah, I I can't. Well, I will at some point. I'll throw dirt back on his grave. But shit, for right now, I love that he tweeted out, Jeff hugged me. You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> you come out that far. I, I, you know what I like, Dave? It was just people where you go, if, if we were doing a backyard barbecue, which it that really it. felt like, yeah. that was it. And let me say this, too, because one guy I was really looking forward to seeing uh, who I, I knew was on his way, was Pete in Point Loma. And I loved what Pete put on social media. And Pete said, in tribute, um, in the spirit of the raw emotion that we've heard recently on the Dave and Jeff podcast, uh, he said, if you look in the local section of yesterday's paper, you'll see the obituary from my father. And Dave, that hit me on so many different levels. One that he mentioned us in there. Yeah. I thought the tribute that he wrote to his dad and then reading the obituary about Mr. Harris was just great. And, and as a father, I mean, I joked about what happened at Wild Wings. And I told my son Cade that tonight and he got a big kick out of it that, that people thought that was funny. Um, and he said, did you tell him that she was like pointing with her index finger down at your phone, at your phone? I'm like, you need to fucking relax. <laughs> Still all heated up 48 hours later. But I, I loved it, man. Yeah. I really did. And I'm sorry that I never met Pete's father. But Pete to me is so great. He's just great. Uh, and God, 20, 20 years ago, he came in and, and hosted a show with me one night when you were on vacation. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marcus, who was about 13 at the yeah. time, came in. And, uh, and you know, I, 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 I roughed him up a little bit because he was Willie O'Ree fan. And I said, stand behind who you are. And 
it bummed him out. I didn't do it to kick him in the nuts. I said, dude, you are really funny and entertaining. Stand behind it. But uh, but at the end of the day, he's a guy that I met years ago yeah. when I was producing as a listener. Uh, he was a listener. I was producing for Hank. And I love the passion that he brings. He just loves it. But you go... Yeah, shit, man. I, I bet him and his dad were really fun together. Yeah. Uh, I really bet those guys were fun. His brother Joey was part of the Beat Farmers, and I know how, how proud he is. Is that of, right? I yeah, Joey that. Harris was part of the Beat I had Farmers. I no idea. That's Pete's brother. And uh, and Pete's just a guy I like a lot. And, and, and goddamn, I remember doing, um, <laughs> I would do college football uh, appearances for Extra. Yeah. And I, you know, I'd be at these little bars in Mission Beach, whatever, Navy Bar, or fucking Syracuse Bar. Nobody's there to fucking see me. I'm giving away like copies of the Elvis Costello autobiography. And <laughs> like the only guy who would show up yeah. would be Pete and Pete and his and his girl, Carol. And I'd be so fired up to see him because the promotion kids are. 18 they they fucking are on their phone all day and i'm like well what the fuck am i gonna do for two hours and pete and carol would show up but we just fuck around and have fun and laugh and uh he's always supported us he's always supported not only this show but i know the other shows in town for some reason he likes costa <laughs> but uh i i was excited i was looking forward to seeing him last night and then when i saw that and he incorporated this podcast in there uh it meant a lot to yeah. me and and i know you feel the same way dave he did he did fuck me over last year but otherwise how do he uh, fuck you over okay here's the deal he came out to watch we're playing west hills is playing point loma in a baseball game and he okay. says i'm gonna come watch I'll, I'll, I'll come talk to you after the game I said, i'm looking forward to seeing you yeah during the game all right Pivotal part of the game. I think we're up by one run. A ball is hit, and the guy who's on first base running for Point Loma, instead yeah. of running to second to third to home, runs right across the back of the pitcher's mound from first base to third and then runs home. Was he home. six? No, he knew what the fuck he was doing. Okay. Where and the course, fuck's the ump? Oh, he blew it. So David Wells is sitting there who coaches Point Loma. He fucking touched second base. I go, he absolutely did not. The guy I'm coaching with got thrown out. We ended up losing the appeal. We ended yeah. up losing the game by a run. Pete, you should have shut the fuck up. Has the nerve to say, I saw him touch second. Ah! No, you didn't. You never saw him touch second. He's a Point fucker. Loma guy. He he's is. a he, pointer. He, he, he's, he's loyal as hell to Point Loma. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no way that motherfucker ran a second. Bastard. I was in the third base dugout. He was running right at me. It, was, it looked like he was going to take me out. It's probably after you fucking called him out for yeah. hiding behind a, uh, alias no. on Twitter. <laughs> that was me. And he got payback. That was absolutely Good for you. That was you. The fucking kid runs right from first to third while the umpire's watching the ball. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, so, Pete, uh, we we're Absolutely. we're thinking about you, man. We're, Absolutely, we're right. thinking about you and your family, and uh, and your dad sounded like he was a, a hell of a guy. Yeah, and uh, and you're a hell of a guy, and and that's the thing, man. You go, you go, yeah. That's just those are guys. And that would have been a guy. Um, I was genuinely looking forward to pointing out in the yeah. crowd last night because. He's he's old school. He's he's he old loves school. San Diego sports. Loves it. Yeah, in the tradition of of the mayor from Poway and and a couple other guys. Man, man, Pete brings the heat. And I know he was, I know he was planning on coming out and hanging and having a good time. 
and uh, we understand completely. But uh, Godspeed to you, my man, and and to your family, Dave and I, and and anybody who's seen it. Uh, this podcast audience, if you listen to this podcast, you are part of this fucked up Absolutely. family, and we couldn't be more proud to have you part of it. And Pete, the entire podcast family uh, has their arms around you and your family, and uh, we just we wish all the best. Absolutely. When you, uh, by the way, you mentioned uh, Dave and Poway. Is, is the mayor gone? That son of a bitch. He's got to be heard from dead. Fr- yeah. <laughs> He's got to be gone. He's a dead. Pete, your dad sounded like a wonderful guy. I wonder if he loved Diana Nyad like I did. She swam with the sharks, Pete. None of this bullshit Johnny Silva little fucking twerp. Social media, your dad was a man's man. Diana Nyad brought the heat. How come nobody ever talks about the great Steffi Graf and what she did for the sport of women's tennis? David, are we ever going to have Shirley Muldowney on the podcast? How, How come nobody ever talks about the torture that the fabulous moolah put women wrestlers through, Dave? I love you. Jeff, do you have any tickets to the boat show for my nephews? I would love to take them out to Circus Vargas. That's my favorite. Is there a chance you could get my nephews a reach around in the parking lot of the big lots in City Heights? I got to go about a payphone. Can you get me on quick? I'm like, yeah, you're only fucking. <laughs> so far, enough about three topics that no one gave a shit about. Oh, and then you'd ask you for a it'd favor. It'd always be shit. It'd always be like. You'd ask you for a favor every yeah, time. Yeah, be like uh, every time the fucking mayor would come. <laughs> the mayor was so great. <laughs> reach around in the big one. <laughs> the mayor would call. Yeah. And there'd be like, uh, like whatever happened, right? Uh, give me, there had to be. <laughs> some somebody you know some famous athlete had passed away yeah. ken caminetti passed yeah. away and oh, it'd be a really sad day on sports radio and you'd see david and poway jeff i'm on a payphone. can you get me on quick <laughs> and uh go yeah maybe, maybe he's alive we just haven't found any fucking payphones anymore yeah all the payphones are gone he's fucking kids walking around with a pocket full of quarters and three tickets to the bridal show oh, and fuck. uh and so I'd always fucking pot him up and, uh, Hank, how come nobody ever talks about the job Mike Rowe does as a narrator on the deadliest catch? <laughs> These guys are in the Bering Sea, Hank, 25 foot waves eating cold beans out of a can. And we're worried about a steroid guy with an overdose in a hotel. And how come nobody's talking about the great, Shirley Muldowney was put into the Women's Hall of Fame in St. Petersburg, Russia over the weekend. I watched it on BN Sports Network. My hair hurts, man. <laughs> Jeff, do you happen to have any tickets to the drag races this weekend at the Ontario Speedway for my nephews? Uh, Dave, I... Our show doesn't go to Ontario. Well, I like his phone would just pay for <laughs> fucking guy nuts, man. Nuts. Like Pete never hit me up for anything. <laughs> 
Do you have any tickets for my nephews to Jeannie Pepper's live appearance at Diamond Dan Showgirls in Bonzel? Bonzel, I love you. <laughs> Do you have any bail money? I found out I'm on a website, somebody Amber. <laughs> I thought she was 20. <laughs> I don't know anything. I love you. David, come on in. Chris <laughs> it's Chris Hansen. <laughs> oh, shit. This show sucks. <laughs> All right. We're going to go. Oh, yeah. Perfect time to do our sponsors. <laughs> I tell you what. We had a great time with, with the sponsors. I'm disappointed we didn't get to see Blake and Travis from Probably Happy Probably cleaning drains. They're probably cleaning drains, especially on a weekend. Look, Blake, can you clean my drain for me? <laughs> Shirley Muldowney was here all weekend. <laughs> Blake and Travis, look, here's the deal. We talked to so many people who said, you guys hit it right on the head. You're going to need a plumber when you least expect it. Happyplumbing.com. Happy Plumbing's the way to go. Blake and Travis, they're the guys to call. 24-hour service, seven days a week. Happy Plumbing understands emergencies. They're never ideal. Happy Plumbing is the place that you call when you run into that problem that you don't want to deal with. 619-433-4943. 619-433-4943. Remember, upfront flat rate pricing, no travel charges, courteous uniform professionals, licensed and insured. Yeah, stayed at a hotel over the weekend. Fucking hotels, man. It's the same thing every time, and it just makes you laugh. Where you get in the shower, and everywhere I go now, Dave, because I am getting ready to move. And Is that I, one I, long hair on the wall? Thank God, no. <laughs> um, but it's just that thing where you go freeze and freeze. Hot! Hot! And you're like, you just cannot find the even balance, yeah. right? Or you go, and the problem is, too, like, now when you shave, everything's like, now we have 19 swift... Swiss blades on a razor, and you go, fuck, I can't get anything out of there. Yes. Because everything gets clogged because the fucking exactly. blades are so tight. And then when the water pressure coming out of the sink is like, you're like, I piss faster than the water coming out of the sink. <laughs> um, you go, fuck, I can't clean anything. And I, I swear to God, I'm obsessed with Blake and Travis because as soon as I get into my place, it's going to be, um, it was funny talking to Curry last night too, but, but I just start thinking about all the different things and I said it to you guys last night, man. I want those f fucking drains cleaned. Yeah. I want to make sure Certainly that. Certainly case to case, I'm all of a sudden. Yeah. I, wa I want to see those pictures. <laughs> but I'm like, Dave, you just want peace of mind. Yeah. And the other thing is my sons are going to be there a lot too. And you go, okay, so you get a two-bedroom place. I want their drains cleaned, dirty little mongrels. <laughs> but I want to know too that if I go, hey, go take a shower, um, you know they're, they're not coming gonna, out with third degree burns. Yeah, they're not gonna look like John Force just crashed the fucking uh, drag race right out in Ontario. <laughs> um, yeah, just go. Hey, go take a shower. Water yeah. works fine. Yeah, I don't. It, it shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah. Everybody needs a good plumber. We're lucky to have uh, Blake and Travis on board. Absolutely. Don't forget, happyplumbing.com, easiest way to get in touch with them. Brian Curry, like last oh, night, we had man. a chance not only to, to talk to Brian for a long time, because I haven't had a chance to talk to Brian a lot in person, but man, we, after everybody left, great. we had a chance to talk to Brian. We didn't get out of it until about 11 o'clock at night. Yep. You know, had a great well time. Well worth it. Brian is a good dude. And, and we talked about military and stuff. Ryan's Holy a military cow. guy. Brian yep. is a guy with some... <clears throat> 
Big time military background. His son's involved in the military. Couldn't be more proud after talking to him last night that we have a relationship with Brian Curry. Desert Storm pilot, man. Yeah. Desert Storm pilot. And, and just a guy that is such... Look, for me, you and I have a lot of people that we know that are in real estate. I said to him last night, uh, let me be perfectly clear. In a couple of weeks, maybe a, a couple of months, I'm going to be moving. You are my guy. That is my guy. Yeah. You guys met him last night, and you said, this is it. And I don't know what's going to happen with the market. Is the market going to continue to rise? Is it going to adjust and come back down? You need somebody that's going to get things done. And for me, Dave, it, it used to be just about me, and it's not anymore. It's really not. Over the weekend, I spent so much time with my sons, and uh, and I know it. And they they talk a lot about getting back to La Mesa yeah. and getting me back to La Mesa. And um, like, if anything, as, as crazy as it is, what I'm currently going through has made a very strong relationship with my sons even stronger. Like I'll, I'll talk to him for 30 minutes on my drive to work at 6.30 to 7. I'll talk to him for 45 minutes on my yeah. drive home. But but the payoff is what we talked about a lot over the three days is, look, we're, we're not satisfied with 30-minute phone calls. And we set a goal that next year, Masters weekend, we're going to be at what we said was our place. Yeah. And we're going to have the TV mounted and we're going to barbecue and we're just going to hang out. And I said, in the morning, we'll go out and throw the football and dick around and play around. And then we're going to come back and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll grill and we'll do it on our place. And that'll be our plan for the masters. Uh, We watched the masters from a hotel and I said, okay, that's not going to be where we are. Those are the kind of things that I will be thinking of where I am lucky is that I will have Brian to think about. Yeah. HOAs and parking and no joke. I have 10 year old boys that could be walking over. Are there weirdos in the neighborhood? Is this a safe part of town? Uh, That's where I go. This dude has my back. He's going to have your back. You mentioned the podcast. You're going to get a Barkley landscape gift card. You're going to get dinner at Cali comfort. You might get a gift card from happy plumbing. If you need that instead of the landscape. And uh, I just go, dude, this guy's the shit. I yes. couldn't be more proud of our friendship with him. Absolutely. Brian Curry, guy to talk to. If you're in the market like Jeff is, you're looking to buy, you're looking to sell. Brian, do you have any tickets? Because Jeff's a fucking dick. <laughs> Brian's never- Do you have any quarters, Brian? I'm running low. I want to hear the end. Can you put me on hold so I can hear the end of the show, Brian? I need seven quarters. Brian's number, 619-251-1588. you have a pen, miss? I'm tired of living in this plastic bag. Six one nine two five one one five eight eight. You guys will get Brian at Brian Curry Real Estate. My budget's four dollars a month, Brian. Can I live in Imperial Beach? Look at you. The mayor of Poway. One day mayor of Imperial Beach. <laughs> He'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> also want to thank our man Ryan Barkley who came out to see us yes. last night. Just great. So many of you came out, and and it was just 
awesome. Yeah, Ryan's a military guy as well. And uh, it's funny, he spent some time with my younger son, Jake, last week. And Jake came home and said, man, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff Ryan went through as far as military. I mean, talk about Dude. true military heroes. Those guys uh, are absolutely incredible. Love being in a military town. Ryan and Brian Curry, absolutely. Can't thank those guys enough for their service. Uh, thank you to Stevie Woods who came out. Thank you to Bernie Wilson who came out. Uh, and just really all of you. All of you that came out, uh, and there were so many of you. Adam, who hung around and is today on the drive back to D.C., Dave, he's probably that? like, uh, we met a guy last night, and as I was just kind of working around and saying hi to everybody, uh, he just very sheepishly said, you know, I was getting ready to go back to Washington, D.C., and I heard you were doing this, and I said, I'm sticking around. And he was a reason why we shared something off the air for yep. the people there. That was great. Uh, wherever you are, Adam, man, Dave and I, that's the kind of shit, like as much as we dick around and do everything, when you go, yep. dude, this guy changed his travel plans. And not only Adam, but for any of you that are on a Sunday night where you go, Monday is a work day, could be a school day. Um I was blown away by how many wives and girlfriends really cool. that came out yeah. for Drunk Flannery, a miserable Padre fan. Uh, Sasan was fucking great, yeah. man. It's just all of you guys that stopped by and took time and shared your stories um, with me for, for what I'm going through and what you've been through. Uh, incredible. Yeah. Just, Dave, I know you, you felt Very much it. so. Very proud that those are the guys that are part of the show. Alan Cison yeah. is, is great. Um, my man Justin, who's fighting cystic fibrosis and fights that fight every day. My man Leisure Fryer. I mean, we talked about him. And uh, uh, Sex Luger was there. Yeah. Rob was there with his wife. Was great. Um, and, and I know I'm I'm missing, but believe me, I'm not, I'm not skipping you intentionally. I, I think Dave, Sean, and I uh, said, you know, we're gonna get six lunatics there. We're, we're gonna get Fryer there. We're gonna have, we're gonna do the show for six people, and then, uh, man, everybody in the back that was there, Liddy was there, and Donovan was there, and and just the it whole was group. completely packed. It was awesome. It yeah, was awesome. It was really cool. And weather and, was perfect. It was great. Yeah, and goddamn, I will say right now, I am very very thankful that I came to my senses and said. No, we're not going to wait till the end of the WrestleMania crowd. Uh, we're going to do this at 6.30. That fucking show didn't end till like 10 o'clock. Yeah. Somebody hit us up on email, on Twitter. You can follow Dave at Dave Pelle. I'm at Jeff Dotseth. And said, what did you think of WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. My son and I, my son Jack and I were in Cali Comfort for the Royal Rumble. And it was elbow to elbow and people were into it and went crazy. Um, I told you in seventh grade, I took pictures at those things. Yeah. I, I've always kind of paid attention to wrestling. My buddies and I joke about the weirdo where we went down and we said, how do you write your signs? I watch, I pay attention. <laughs> and that was my first. Bobby the brain was like a second dad to you. Bobby the brain was going to take me. That's an absolute true story. Yeah. I did not have Great a dad story. and they had father's son banquets at my school. I didn't have a dad. Bobby Heenan said, I'm going with you. And my mom was like, who made me walk on a broken foot. Yeah. Uh, killed that opportunity, too. God, when's mom? fucking Mother's Day Dude, coming up? you try to hook your mom up with Carl Eller. She wouldn't I did. go for that either. Yeah, well, I'm going to hook her up with the mayor. And go to the bridal show together. I'm going to need you to drive. <laughs>
<laughs> you know when you go crazy. This is gonna be you. This is gonna be one of your personalities. What I'm you know, the man? Yeah, no. When you're in, when you're locked up, finally in that padded room. Oh yeah, it's coming. One quick. of the seven personalities is going to be the mayor. It will be in your system forever. I'm going to be the the psycho that I'm going to be is the mayor, and the fucking little twerp I'm going to be is Johnny Silva. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my mom killed the opportunity to to fucking go uh, for Bobby Heenan. Dude, but you would have been the coolest kid of all time. I still am, <laughs> but it would have put it over the top. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to be honest. Like, I, I was paying attention because my sons and I were talking about it, and I, I got one final thing about my sons that were funny, um, and then we'll, and then I'll be done. But, Dave, I, I, I tried to watch the Rousey thing. That happened right before we went on the air. I tried to pay attention a little bit to the Cena and the Undertaker thing. Yeah. The Brock Lesnar thing was going on at the end. Man, I, I just, it never, it did not connect with no. me at all. I just, I, I can't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I saw it in years when The Rock was there or Hogan was there yeah. or whoever, fill in the blank, Undertaker, Ric Flair, all those guys. Um, and you go, shit, it was great. And um, I love that we were out there that night. I, I love... I, I I will never criticize the people that were into it. God damn, the people at Cali last night were chanting like crazy. It was like the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love all that stuff. I just, for me personally, for the guys that hit yeah. me up, what'd you think? Um, yeah, for me, the ship has sailed. I uh, just, I just, I didn't, I didn't really feel any connection. All right, going back to the glory days. Tomorrow, Andre the Giant. They're gonna run the yeah. big Andre the Giant. Thing. Ho ho head. <laughs> ho ho head. I'm looking for. I have an Andre the Giant T-shirt that my kid bought me. I almost wore it yesterday. Yeah, it's just a big Andre the Giant right on the front. It says anybody want a peanut? <laughs> it's from awesome. Princess Bride, you know. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I tell you what, I was a huge Andre the Giant fan when I was a kid. The the first guy that I said that's my guy. Yeah. was Andre the Giant, and it was before Hulk Hogan became you know crazy Hulk Hogan. But it was Andre the Giant was just something unusual. Stepped over the top rope. Always. Throwing midgets all over the guy dang place. It yeah. was. They're it, little it, people, all right? I'm, I'm How sorry. about you're sensitive? Yeah, by the way, and we'll jump right back to this. My, my kid says to me, I'm watching the Dodger game. Okay, they went two against the Giants to go to Arizona. Mm -hmm. They're winning 7-5. Kenley Jansen's in. Gets the first two outs. And as he's working on the next guy, I go, holy shit, is that a midget that back there behind home plate? Oh, Jesus. And then Jansen walks one guy. Then he walks yeah, this guy. Then go? Owen sits it through and home. My kid says, you just jinxed the Dodgers for the Kevin entire Klein's season. like, God damn. And I couldn't stop talking about the midget behind there. And he goes, you don't say midget anymore. It's little people. Little people. And because you're an insensitive With a asshole. Huge heart, because you're a sensitive asshole. You jinxed yeah. the Dodgers for the entire 2018 season. Yeah, you and they to, haven't recovered. No, good. You tried to <laughs> good. pin that anti-Semitic comment on me earlier in the show. That was from Klein's family, you, not me. What's dropped one yesterday? It was hilarious. Did um, Dodger the Giant? Are you looking forward to this? Yeah, I don't have HBO, so okay. I got to figure out. Uh, Mark Priceman hit me up and said, uh, "By the way, congratulations to our man, Mark Priceman, former extra employee." Recently got married and just a great dude who I would love to see back here, but doing great things in D.C. I think he's coming to town for the week, but um, I, I got to figure out I've been I've been gone so much running yeah. around and like I'm running around every night this week, um, tomorrow night, Wednesday with my kids, Thursday at the storm game, Friday night out Saturday. So I have not been able to completely finish the HBO go. Yeah. Like I had HBO in the hotel over the weekend. All I wanted to do was watch the Larry Sanders thing. Yeah. Or, and I it never ran over the... I mean, you had HBO yeah. and HBO too. I didn't have all 15 of them. But um, 
Yeah, I've heard it's great. Uh, I, I heard it was great. I heard uh, Hogan's supposed to be really good in it. Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. is supposed to be really good. Um, Dave Meltzer, who I've known a long time from the Wrestling Observer yeah. Newsletter, who's just fucking great on stuff like this. Uh, Dave's in it, and, and he'll be great. Um, but yeah, I have to be honest. Like when I was there taking pictures at the Minneapolis Auditorium, yeah, Andre would show up once a year, and he would show up for the Battle Royal. And then he would show up. He'd win the Battle Royal. Shock, right? <laughs> They'd throw fucking George Scrapiron Gadaski out of the ring. George, who fucking looked like he, he looked like the mayor of Poway. <laughs> Kenny Sodbuster J, these guys would get fucking tossed out. Was right? he wearing the green, the green unitard? Singlet. Yeah, singlet. Yeah, knee pads. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Andre would come back and uh, go for the title and he'd always uh, win by disqualification, never yeah. win. But we would be in the back of the Minneapolis Auditorium and Andre would do the same thing. Um, like I never had a conversation with him. But he would walk by, and when people didn't see him coming, and he did this to me two years in a row, he would walk by, and he would just put his hand. He'd come from behind and just put his hand on your entire head. And you Jesus. felt like... An octopus? Yeah, he just felt like the sun had gone out. Yeah. And then he would just smile, and then he would walk because he was the Pied Piper back there. So I can't say I ever had a conversation with him. But when I was a kid, and I was lucky enough to be running around back there... He would just walk by, and if nobody was looking, he'd do it to sixty people. Yeah, ushers and That's funny, and he and it was funny as shit because once it happened to you, you'd watch him just go do it, and he would just sneak up and just basically put the and people were like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and then you would see this guy, and yeah. you know he he was, I mean, I'm sure they'll talk about it. at the time they build him as seven foot four. Yeah, he was always billed as seven four. And now you find out he's more like six ten. I don't know if that. I don't know if that screws up the myth. Does it? No, who knows? I mean, it's still. It's, he's he was so much bigger than everybody else. Yeah. I mean, and he weighed a ton. You know, he was to me. It was such a unique personality. I'm really looking forward to seeing it tomorrow. And I hear it's great. Yeah, I've heard uh, nothing but good things. When are they going to do a tribute to the great Big John Stunt? <laughs> he also climbed the top rope, David. <laughs> he did. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, Bill Simmons is part of it. Okay. And the story was that they had wanted it for 30 for 30 and that, I don't know, something couldn't happen. Dave, why these things work, why the flair 30 for 30 was pretty good. Although that was a lot of, a lot more myth than it was reality. Yeah. But why these things work is when you have a guy that has a, a passion for the subject of the story. Yeah. Simmons was a huge fan. Loved him exactly, and and a couple of people. I I I know if uh, I don't know if Billy Crystal's in it, but I think Robin Wright Penn's in it, and Carrie. I always I always forget yeah. how's Elvis E L W E S the guy from Princess Bride. Okay, like a couple of them are yeah. involved in it and talking about his role in that. And yeah, man, I I just I I I would never claim that I knew him, but friends that did that would see him that we had mutual friends. God, they just said he was a wonderful so guy. I've heard. In a lot of pain. Again. Yeah. You know, his his body hurt a lot. I mean, when you're that big and you continue to grow, uh, they don't have airline seats or seats on a bus or uh, hotel beds or anything that, that accommodates you. So your, your shoes and clothes and everything else. But they said, my God, what a hell of a guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But if I have HBO now, 
Um, I would think it'll be up relatively quick, right? It will be. It will be. So is that one of those, let's say you're friends with Andre the Giant. Ho, ho, they, say, they say, Jeff, we need you to be a Paul Bear. Say, no. I'm no. <laughs> that no let's, that's a good way to finish. Let me ask you this. A couple of people locally, would you be a Paul Bear for? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, will you be a Paul Bear for Steve Woods? Yeah, I would be. What if they asked you that all the Paul Bears are going to wear a kilt? No, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out too. I'm out. Why, are you going to go with the kilt guy? No, I don't know, but I could just see like <laughs> I could see him like having that thing. Jack yeah. Taylor. No, hey, hey, first of all, no offense to Stevie Woods, but I'm pretty positive you and I are both can outlive Stevie Woods. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of blow. Yeah, he's done. No, a, he doesn't. He's, he's done a lot of stuff in his past. <laughs> Fucking guy. Every time I turn around, he's like, "Do you have any surgical tubing?" No, he doesn't. <laughs> Got he's any not. burnt spoons? Or do you have any spoons you don't mind if I burn? The thing I love about Steve Woods, there's a million things. Fucking Steve Woods, yeah. I love a guy that is as psycho as he is, being as on edge as he is about everything he hears on this. Yeah. Fucking guy takes the he's bait He's so every sensitive. Time. Why is he so sensitive? Because he's a loon. Takes the bait every time. <laughs> Someone said to me yesterday, they're about to take a shot at Pomerantz, and I said, please don't. I said, look, Pomerantz is just the greatest guy going. I go, he is sensitive. Oh, I, I shit, go, yeah. You know, they go, I, I'll just, I'll just be tongue-in-cheek. I go, I'm telling you, don't joke around with Mike Pomerantz. I go, he has yeah. a great sense of humor, but if you direct at him, he will take it personally. He won't he, laugh things off. He uh, he would take it from guys that he knows. So, like, you and me can fuck with Mike um, because he's great. But he doesn't want to hear it from anybody else. No. He's a, such a good guy, but I'm telling you, he's sensitive. You'll completely mess up his month. Um, Woods is great because he, uh, I mean, he, he just has to look at that wipeout video every day. Oh my gosh. Uh, when you showed that to me last night, I can't stop watching it. I watched it today 800 times. Yeah. He broke his ankle. Yeah. And he's it's the biggest puss in that thing. He cries in the pool. It's awful. I'm, he's tapping out. I'm out. Well, you got out. a broken ankle. You're on national TV. You tough it out. I, I swear to Jack God. Jack Youngman played in the fucking Super Bowl with a broken leg. All right, let me ask you this. Who would you rather be? I thought the guys in Texas were supposed to be tough. Shit. Who would you rather be? <laughs> You've seen this. The clip from the Mexican wrestling of the midget sitting at the end of the on the end of the ring. Yeah. Who the guy comes in, does the baseball slide and kicks that guy fifty yards. <laughs> you and I have seen that yes, clip a thousand times. That's great. You know that guy? Yes. Would you rather be known as the midget who gets kicked off the ring or Woods when he gets fucking hit under the chin on that wipeout thing and just fucking bounces? Like, what's that thing that they do on... Um, Plinko. Plinko. He is fucking... <laughs> He's a human Plinko. Stevie Plinko. <laughs> he fucking he Plinkos off that thing. Plinko. Dude, that's exactly... Like, uh, Drew Carey should have been at the top of that thing, holding Steve by the yeah. ankles and just dropping him down. Like, it was human Plinko. <laughs> would you rather be Plinko Woods or would you rather be the midget who's got a big, like, monkey head on or something? I'd rather be the midget. Yeah, I think so, I don't so want to be too. Stevie Woods. Crying because pool, at least... Throwing up. <laughs> throwing up. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking Stevie Plinko. It should be his new radio name. It will be. Plinko and Darren in the mornings. I like it. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, 
I I completely forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking uh, about? I don't know. I got to tell you that. I saw my, as you said, different things I'm watching. Yeah. Flipping through YouTube, which becomes addictive. But I'm flipping through YouTube today. Oh, it's yeah. it bad parents' behavior. Oh, shit. And it's the guy, the parent. I know, my kids never played hockey. Your kids play hockey. Yeah. It's the parent that gets mad, hits the glass, and the glass breaks. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, shit. And as soon as he smacks the glass with his hand and his ring his ring caught the glass in the right oh, spot shit. and it broke the shatter the whole thing. Some lady doesn't hesitate. Two seconds later, nice job, Paul. Paul! <laughs> Just yells at, completely stops the game. The kid's got to stop. Referee's got to get paid. The whole game's over because Paul had to knock God his hand. God damn it, Paul. <laughs> lady like she knew it was going to happen. Nice job, Paul. Would you rather be Paul who knocked the ring out or Plinko Woods? I'd rather be Paul. I'd rather be on YouTube as Paul. I don't want to be Plinko. <laughs> I thought he was an athlete. Fucking guy hits that thing. He looks like, he looks like, um, remember like when you were a kid and you'd go to the dentist and they had that bubblegum thing that yeah. like it looked like it went down the whole big thing and then eventually like it swirls around yes. like 20 different times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it shoots out at the end. That's Woods. He just swirls around that tank and then shuts out. Tomorrow when we post this podcast, you got to throw the video up there. You got to let everybody see it again. I, I don't even know how to do it. H.J. Preller will do it. They fucking put them up all the time. Um, would you rather be Steve? Would you rather be Bill Buckner or Plinko? Would you rather be Steve Bartman or Woods when he gets hit in the nuts by his buddy and they jump around like they're fucking Lance Bass? <laughs> What's going on there? What is funny? Again, I thought in their from, green T-shirts. Yeah. Again, I thought he was from Texas. <laughs> what the hell happened? Good God! No wonder Ben's like, "Get me the yeah. fuck out of here." <laughs> Ben's like, "Take me over. I'll go over there. I'll do middays with Coach. I don't give a shit. I'll talk about David Fusdale all day." <laughs> That's it. Uh, Dave's on Twitter at Dave Palais. I'm on there at not Plinko Woods. No. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna hate every part yes. of this. Fuck him. We mentioned his dad. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, I don't know why he said he said on Facebook today. Last year's been a difficult year, and I wouldn't have survived it without these two guys. I love David Jeff. I have a feeling tomorrow we're gonna see a retraction. <laughs> God damn it! I love you, Stevie. Do you have any quarters? <laughs> I think you were great on white, but I'd love to go with you next time. You're going to have to drive. Uh, that's it. Steve we will be best, back. Man. Oh, God. Too uh, funny. We will be back next weekend. Yes. Uh, that's it. Uh, best of luck to 97.3 The Douche <laughs> as they get ready to launch. And again, all kidding aside, please, let's not let this taint the legacy of Rich Herrera. <laughs> What's Rich gone? Rich might be fucking gone. He was acting Why PD Rich for be all the that fall shit. Guy? What, he was acting PD? That was yeah. his title? Oh, fucking Rich. Rich. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, well, the power starts at the bottom of the lineup no, over there. That's so, what I hear. shit. That's what I hear. All right. We'll see you guys next weekend. Times are strange, here I come but I ain't the same Mama, I'm coming home Times go 
Every day 